How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. So today I want to talk about cultural differences in relationships. This comes up a lot. And yes, we're such a multicultural country that it's bound to happen. You know, we're not always going to end up with our own kind. Um, As much as our parents probably would like that, that's not always the case. So you might have heard of the term star-crossed lovers, or you may not have, but that term is when we start to refer to couples who come from different cultural backgrounds and their heritage can sometimes become obstacles that keep them apart. So sometimes these obstacles are the families that don't accept the other person um, because they're from a different background or a different religion. And it sometimes makes it really difficult for couples to take their relationship to the next level because of the lack of commitment or acceptance from the other party's family or the in-laws. So you might know a couple with cultural differences, or you might be one of those couples yourselves. So you know what I'm talking about when I say it can be a blessing, but also a curse at the same time. I know for me in my relationships, I've had got a very culturally diverse sort of relationship and it is an incredible way to learn and experience a new culture. You can become part of a new community, but there are definitely opportunities for hiccups and bumps down the track. And it doesn't need to signify the end because there are always ways to navigate through cultural differences, but they're not always easy. And when you've got other family members and other influences, it can make it really difficult, sometimes so difficult that you start to question, is it worth it? So let's talk about some of the ways that we can navigate the cultural differences because this is what we're all about. Is like, how can we make this work? How can we make this relationship work? We really are into each other. We can see we can see that this could become a relationship that would flourish. What do we need to do? So I'll put some pointers out there today. Uh, they're not the be all and end all, but they're definitely going to be something that could help you on your journey in navigating this this type of relationship. So the first thing is is that you really need to respect each other's cultures. This is mandatory in a relationship. You need to have respect for one another, and it's really a basic thing that you need to do in order for any relationship to work. Not just an intimate relationship, even a friendship. So respect is multi layered. And we need to have respect not only for our partner as a person, but we need, to, we need to have some respect around their boundaries, their privacy, and the way they choose to do things. We also need to respect their heritage, where they come from. And you would expect them to do the same back, acknowledge and respect you. And so in turn, you need to also do the same. So one of the best ways to start appreciating your partner's culture is to really find out about it. Ask them about it. 
sit down, have an open discussion about both your cultural backgrounds, what it's like, some stories. I know um, I love talking about times on a Sunday where Sundays were just, you know, when I would go to my grandma's, we'd call her my nunna, we'd go to my nunna's house and it was pasta day and family would be there every Sunday. And that was something that we looked forward to every weekend. We knew that we were going to see the cousins, the aunties, the uncles, and it was a big family, you know, commotion. But it was the best day of the week. So those special moments are some of the moments that you can share when you're talking about your cultural backgrounds and why that was important. As I've always said, whether you're a client of mine or you're listening to the podcast, having open lines of communication and transparency with your partner is really the best way to build trust within any relationship. So discuss relevant issues. Discuss some of those core values and beliefs that you have. Don't shut them down. Don't put it off till a later date. It's important to talk about them when they come up, but it's also important to talk about them in the beginning of the relationship. I mean, why do you want to be with someone for the next six, nine months, two years before you start talking about the really important stuff? where you're from and why it's important and what your values are. Because what happens in the next couple of years when you realize that you don't even, you don't really match, you don't have the same viewpoint in life. And that's a little bit harder. So the other thing you can do is research and learn. Just try and find out some information. I mean, if they don't know a lot about their culture or they're a little bit standoffish around sharing that, find out for yourself. The easiest thing for you to do really is to ask them, but they may not know everything that you want to know. They'll just know whatever pops up into their head, but it can get exhausting. Like your partner might not want to be, you know, your personal version of Google when you're just typing in, hey, what happens in that country? Or hey, what happens uh, when people are from that background? So it might be worth you doing some of your own research and, and going to a reputable source, right? There's some, you know, things online, but you can also go to their family and friends and ask them to share stories and what does that mean? Why do you guys do that? Um, What does it symbolize? Those questions are going to get you the answer. So you're going to really learn about their culture. And the more you learn about their culture, the more you're going to understand how they function and behave in certain situations. So by doing this little research or showing your partner you care about them and you, you genuinely want to know more about them, they would appreciate that. They'll notice that you hang on a minute. She wants to really get to know who I am. This is important for her, which in turn means that I'm important as well. The other thing, this is not a new term that I talk about. I talk about this often and it's compromise. And let's face it, compromise is key. Relationships are all about compromise They're not all about sacrifice, but sometimes we feel like we do give some stuff up in a relationship and that's healthy. That's okay. We hear a lot in the media around don't ever give up anything to be in a relationship. Someone's going to accept you fully for who you are. Yes, while I agree, that's that's true. If someone loves you, they're going to accept you for everything that you are. But there are some times where you will compromise and that you will feel like, you know what, this relationship's really important to me and I'm willing to give this bit up or this thing that I'm doing or this behavior or this addiction, I'm willing to give this up for my relationship. And that's healthy for the relationship. That's when I talk about the couple bubble where you're sitting in that bubble together and every decision you make is about the two of you. And so although people will label that as sacrificing, it may not be that at all. What it is, is that you're giving to the relationship. But when it comes to those from different cultural backgrounds, compromising and hard work is far more complicated 
But when it comes to those differences in cultural backgrounds, heritage, it really is a little bit more hard work. The compromising isn't so straightforward. It is a little bit more complicated. Usually in relationships, we can compromise on, you know, what movie to watch or where to go for dinner, you know, even dividing up the household chores. Well, I think that can be a bit of a compromising battle in itself, but you know, some people can do that quite easily. However, but when you are doing cross-cultural lovers, there are bigger sacrifices to play. And this may come in the form of the types of holidays and birthdays and celebrations and foods and places of worship and how you raise your children. This comes with a lot of negotiation. And you got to think, are you willing and able to be able to negotiate through those really important, valuable things you hold close to your heart? Are you willing to negotiate on them? Like, can you see your future having anything different? And if the answer is no, maybe the cross-cultural relationship isn't for you. But if you're willing to accept someone for who they are and willing to accept their cultural differences, their religious differences, the way that they raise their children and bring that into the relationship and totally own it together, this could work. I mean, you could have a really magical relationship. So be really prepared to have an open discussion about compromising because you both need to make compromises. It can't be a one-way street because eventually someone's going to become resentful because they've sacrificed their needs and the other person hasn't done any sacrificing or what looks to be sacrificing. So when you sacrifice your needs in a relationship, they really need to be equal. They need to be talked about in a mature way. I've seen this happen where a woman and a man are in a relationship and, well, not necessarily a woman and a man, but there's a relationship. In this particular instance, I'm thinking about a client. She was uh, come from one cultural background, her partner another, two different religions. But the expectation was the woman's heritage and religion didn't exist. So she needed to pretend that she wasn't from any type of culture or religion that was different from her partners. He wasn't having it. She couldn't talk about it to the children. She couldn't practice it. She couldn't wear any religious uh, jewelry. And so what happened over the years, not only did she lose herself, she also became very resentful to her partner, but also resentful to the religion and the heritage of the person. So she started to have this transference is that I hate what he's done to me. I hate that I've had to suppress who I am and what's important to me. And I can see that they feel that they're superior to me. So she labeled all of them because she had this bad experience with her partner. So this is what I'm saying. It needs to be equal and talked about in a mature way. If it's important to you and it's important to him, well, it's both valuable and you're going to have to work it out. But it's not as easy as that. It's not as easy as saying, hey, what restaurant do you want to go to tonight? Let's negotiate. It is not that. This can become heated. People are passionate about it, and it can put some strain on the relationship. But if you're both prepared and willing to be flexible in this situation, you can make it work. I've seen this work. It also helps you to be future ready. So if you can have these conversations early before the children come, it sets you up for these big life events. Culture plays a massive role when you are getting married, having children, raising grandchildren, even planning a funeral. I know thinking about an experience that I have gone through just recently, um, at the same instance, the, the woman and the man were sharing different cultural backgrounds, different religious backgrounds, and the husband passed away. When it came to the funeral, 
the woman didn't know what to do because she couldn't bury her husband the way she knew how. She had never gone through a funeral with the other religion and the women needed to be segregated from the men. So when she has gone to a funeral from her own cultural and religious background, she's been there with it, whether it's a male or a female, she's been present. So she didn't know how to navigate. Like, how do I bury my husband if I can't even see him? And how come I need to bury him this way? And she was so confused, but she also left his funeral feeling like she didn't give him the farewell that she wanted, even though that's his culture and that's his religion and that's the way they do things and it's not wrong. She felt like she didn't know enough about the religion or she didn't know enough about his culture to be able to accept that that's how they pass. So this is why it's really important to have these conversations because life and death is standard, right? We're all going to do it. We're all going to be born and we're all going to die. That's why in the beginning of the relationship, it's really important to say, hey, uh, well, not too soon. You don't want to scare them off and start talking about kids, but it could be a conversation. Hey, you know, what have you thought about when you have kids? Do you want them to follow your religion? Are you fussy? But it is important to share those ideas around, you know, this is how we do it in our culture. This is how we do it in in our religion. So be prepared to have those really big life event conversations. The other thing you need to do is lose the assumptions. I've said it before, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. So whether you've just started dating someone or you've been together for a while, there are particular assumptions in our heads about certain cultures that we have picked up along our way. And as we meet new people and learn to adapt through life, we often perceive these ideas that were planted in our head about these cultures and heritages because of our past, sometimes we start to build a bit of a prejudice to them. And that goes back to that example I was telling you about that woman that felt like she was quite resentful and hated a whole culture and a whole religion, had all this um, transference of resentment to everybody that practiced it in a certain way because she felt like she couldn't do that. I'm glad she got some help through this because she was starting to go through life with a real prejudice to a particular type of person and a particular type of religious belief and a particular type of culture. And so that was really hurting her, being able to just shut someone, a whole culture out like that out of her life and really be judgmental around that. I'm glad that she's worked through that now, but she feels so free letting that go, really freeing. So in order for your relationship to blossom and have any type of chance, you're going to have to lose those assumptions. Those ones that you once had about your partner's culture or your ex-partner's culture or your last experience, you're going to have to let it go. And you might love your partner unconditionally. Just because you love someone doesn't mean your assumptions just switch off. You need to relearn and you need to listen. It's something you might have to actively remind yourself of daily, just like cooking foods in a certain way or making your partner's coffee the way that they like it, not the way you like it, because your partner follows their religion So it's really important to remind yourself, this is not how he does things. This is how I do things and he's not me. Family really plays a huge role in our cultural heritage, especially your partners. Like, so obviously they're going to impact the way your partner does life, relationships, culture. They may be very close to their family or they may be very distant, but even the ones that are distant, what you do find is without their family influencing them, that when it comes to them having their own family, their own past values and heritage comes out 
regardless. If they're not rejecting it and actively rejecting where they've come from and they want things differently, they normally fall into the same type of heritage and behavior to where they've come from. And you may have had experiences with the same culture as your partner or the same religion as your partner, and you've made the assumption that you know the way that they do things. But then you get into a relationship and you find out your partner and their family are very different from the stereotype that you have in your head or, you know, the one that you've been led to believe, or they're very different to the past experience that you've experienced. So it's best to come into the relationship with a clean slate, free of all possible assumptions. It's really difficult to erase preconceived notions. If you can try and avoid the assumptions, it will really help you learn about your partner without judgment. We're not perfect. And these thoughts and feelings and judgments are going to pop into our head. But what we need to say when they do come is what's the proof in that? Is that something that I'm basing on what I'm seeing in front of my eyes? Or is it something that I'm thinking that's what I thought before I met him? That was my experience before I met him. But hang on a minute. Is he actually acting in that way? Is he behaving that way? Is he reacting that way? Is he making you feel uncomfortable? If the answer is no, then you're really putting him under the bus. You're really saying, hang on, my assumptions are going to rule this relationship. You might as well pack your bags and leave now. I say go into the relationship, blank slate, assumptions, leave them at the door, base all of your reactions and interactions on reality, what's happening in the here and now. There is a lot of, I don't know if I like the word sacrifice, but there is a lot of, um, let's just say sacrifice for the the purpose of this podcast. But when you talk about cross-cultural relationships, it's so beautiful, but definitely lots of negotiation. They are often very successful. I see this all the time and they are rewarding for the couples that are able to work through this. They get to enjoy each other's foods and families and ways of doing things. And it just adds some spice to their life. And they don't get bored because some families are celebrating different Christmas dates and some people don't have Christmas, but they're celebrating like an Eid. There's so many different things and celebrations in these relationships that it's just never boring. So even with these external barriers that you might find like family or your preconceived ideas or those bloody assumptions. This situation can be hard to navigate in itself. Leave them where they came from in the past, because that's where they've come from, from your past, and just go into this situation or into this relationship open. Being able to openly discuss and plan for the future is really going to set you up for a strong commitment and a loving relationship that's going to last. And that is what you want. And whether it's cross-cultural or not, relationship, you like to feel good in them and you want them to be strong and you want a commitment from each other and you want it to be loving. Otherwise, why would you want it? So there's some of my tips for today for that cross-cultural relationship. Good luck to the people that have navigated their way through that. I know firsthand it's not easy, but it can be done. And And let me tell you, I have a big appetite for different types of foods and places. And I've discovered places across the globe that are amazing because I've been able to experience a different culture and heritage. So to all those couples that are celebrating cross-cultural differences and bring it into their family and growing up their kids without prejudice and assumption, kudos to you. If you're going through this, if it's difficult, send me a DM. If you're celebrating and it's been a good run for you, let me know as well what worked really well. Don't forget to like, subscribe and tell all your friends about the podcast. I'll look forward to speaking with you soon. This is Dr. Love. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. 
For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.